Hi, I'm Danielle, and this is Chatter Out Loud, a podcast where I share thoughts and TV commentary, starting with one of my favorite shows, Big Brother. In this episode, I'm sharing a recap of Big Brother 23, Episode 7. So the episode starts with a recap of the entire week under Kylan's HOH. He nominated Frenchie and Brittany, and the um, power of veto was won by Derek X, which was not used. Derek X explained that he didn't want to put Kylan in a position where he'd get more blood on his hands, so he didn't want to use the veto at all, which I thought was a good move. Brittany says uh, that her plan is to keep a low profile for the rest of the week, so house guests will not change their mind. And then Frenchie comes up with a plan to play possum. <laughs> so he says, um, I just think he's, he played too hard too fast, and then he got paranoid, erratic, and now he's trying to save face by saying his plan was to play possum. Okay. And and that could be true. Towards the end, I should say. Um, they all pretend that they're enjoying her rapping. <laughs> yeah, I made a note that um, everyone was like cheering on and encouraging Brittany in her raps. <laughs> and, and in that moment, um, she hinted that She's going to perform for her exit speech, her exit speech, or, you know, the speech that they give before or to try to convince the house guests um, to keep them. So we'll see. I'll share about um, more about that (laughs) a little later. All right. So now they show Frenchie making his rounds and then he refers to Dan coming back from the dead and he can save his game. Or he says, if Dan can come back from the dead, he can certainly save his game. And if you remember, Dan, Dan Gieslin, um, he had a funeral when he, I think it was his second time playing Big Brother. And he had a funeral for his time in the game. And it wound up working for him because they didn't vote him out. (laughs) So he saved himself. And he ended up being in the final two for that uh, season as well. And I guess Frenchie thinks he can do the same or something similar in that he can save his game. Um, and he tried to do his best to, he tried his best to do that, but it, well, I'll tell you about the, <laughs> the results in a second. Um, so now we learn that Sarah Beth's dad died from COVID and it was kind of sudden for her. Um, it was a one year anniversary when they showed this clip in the house. Um, she shared this moment with Kylan and this was a very sweet moment. And I appreciate how Kylan was so comforting and it just was a really nice moment in the house. Um, it was a sad story behind what made up the the nice moment, but I just appreciated how Kylan was so just comforting. So that was nice to see. Um, they cut to Kylan and Team Aces having a powwow, and Team Aces don't forget that's Derek X, Hannah, Brent, and Whitney. And Kylan brings them in the H room and says, okay, and this is after the POV ceremony, right? So he says, okay, so after all of that, he's just trying to talk to them to guarantee his safety for a couple of weeks. And it was so funny because it almost was like a screeching halt. Like everybody's looking at each other. <laughs> no one said anything, which should raise a red flag because that means he's not safe with that team. Um, or that, that was the impression he got. Um, and they didn't appear to buy into much of what he was saying. And it was just pretty weird. Uh, Derek X was the first to speak up. 
he definitely would have Colin, um, Collins back. But I think in front of the team, he just wanted to just acquiesce, I guess, to the the groups or his team's uh, thought, uh, I suppose. So he didn't want to show his hand in that moment. Um, so he said something clever about he appreciated Colin keeping him safe and all, all of that. Anyway, nevertheless, um, I don't think the Aces were ready to promise Kylan anything. And that's what it looks like. Um, so then he moves on. He, meaning Kylan, moves on to Team Kings. And remember, Team Kings includes Xavier, Christian, Alyssa, and Sarah Beth. Um, and before Kylan asked, they all assure him that he's safe. They thanked him for keeping them safe off the block. And they, um, inevitably, they showed an interest in aligning with Kylan. So that worked in his favor, and he took off from there. He then updates his team, the Queens, and what's left of the Queens team is Kyland, Tiffany, and Claire. And he shares that both the Kings and the Queens with Derek X and Xavier, um, they think they are all in a great position for next week. So they kind of aligned. And I can't remember, I think that that name is Royal Family. Yeah. Um, they come up with so many names <laughs> of... Uh, Alliances, I, I'm, It's hard to keep up. All right, so then they move to Brent. He's trying to get rid of an all-girl alliance. Um, and he wants the numbers of the girls and the guys to stay the same. So he just wants a girl to go home in week three on the next HOH watch. Um, and specifically, he's targeting these girls. He's targeting Brittany, Aza, Tiffany, Claire, or Sarah Beth. Um, I think... I don't know if that's a good, <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea for him, but it's, it's just was interesting to see Brent wanting to get rid of a girl because he wants the girls and the guys to remain the same. And it's just the, the mentality of, he just wants a guy to win. And it, well, in that moment, it doesn't show like his misogyny or anything like that. You have to see that on the live feeds, but it makes sense that he wants a girl to go home. Let's put it, let's just put it that way. All right. Brent also thinks that his team, Team Aces and Team Kings, are in an in an alliance. Um, little does he know they are pacifying him, so he won't suspect that either him or Whitney are the targets for the next week. And the house is going to work together for that purpose um, to get one of them out, with Brent being the primary target. So I, I think he, I'm not sure if he's aware of that 100% as of yet. All right, so they go to the living room to talk to the nominees. Remember, it's a live eviction night, and they're preparing for the second eviction. Then they give each other, um, it's the time where they give each nominee an opportunity to speak to try to convince the house guests to keep them. And I have to say, Brittany, she was cute with her glasses and her rap. Um, when it was her turn, she stood up, put on glasses, and then she began to rap. Um <laughs> They kind of showed that earlier, um, her getting prepped, uh, but, but yeah, I guess I liked it, you know, I don't want to be mean. I mean, I looked at my Twitter timeline and people were not here for it, <laughs> um, but I thought it was cute within the context of the game, you know, it was fun. I don't think she's looking for a record deal or, you know, to, to get, um, you know, featured on, 
someone's song or anything like that. I just thought it was fun for the game and it's something she likes to do. And it wasn't bad, I guess. I liked it. It was entertaining. Let's put it that way. Um, I also thought that that was a little bit of strategy because it kind of made her more likable amongst the house guests, I think. You know, they were all encouraging her. They were feeding into it. So it kind of made her likable. And that is a strategy in Big Brother. So if they like you, they may not want to get rid of you. <laughs> At least not yet. All right. All right. So Frenchie's speech was classy. I can't remember everything. I just uh, walked away with thinking that it was classy. It was nice. It wasn't full of fluff. And I'll, I'll just give him that. Um, and can I say I loved, 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 loved Oz's pink suit. I mean, she looked good. Yes. She was wearing that suit. I love the color. It popped. It looked good on her skin tone. I loved everything about it. So, yeah. Oz looked good. And you know what? I noticed that no one has corrected Julie in how she's saying Oz's name. Um, if you go back to her intros, Oz pronounces the Z in her name. And Julie continues to pronounce her name with an S. Like she could be saying Asa. <laughs> and I wish someone would correct that. It's it's kind of I won't say it's getting on it, it's it's like borderline getting on my nerves. I just wish someone would correct her. Alright, so going back to the votes, they wound up voting eleven to one. Derek F casted a vote to evict Brittany. So I don't know if it was a pity vote, if everyone was in on knowing that he was going to do that. So I'm going to look at the live feeds a little later to see what the thoughts were behind that one vote. And if there's some type of conspiracy theory out there. Um, But 11 to 1, Frenchie was voted out. Um, Julie reveals the votes to the house guests and he goes out to see her. He was really um, he was really classy um, with his exit. I mean, he gave everyone a hug. He gave a little bit of speech and it kind of made him likable in that moment. Um, But, uh, you know, he went on. (laughs) He went on to talk to Julie and that moment quickly faded because he went into talking about how he came in the game to make a change for week one. And it just was just going back to his idea of I'm not going to send a person of color home. I'm not going to send a woman home the first week. And that is not what he said or proclaimed in the beginning. He said he would not nominate a person of color. He would not nominate a woman and he would not nominate anyone from the group that he entered the home with those three guys, you know? And, um, he nominated, was Kai in that group? I can't remember was Kai in that group, but he nominated a woman and he nominated a person of color. So Frenchie can go ahead with that. You know, I made a change in the game. No, you didn't. I mean, you will probably be remembered, um, but not for changing the game and, and doing all that. It's you'll be remembered for the foolery and playing so hard in week one of the game. And years from now, if the game continues, someone will say, yeah, don't be a Frenchie. They'll probably make a reference to Frenchie saying, yeah, don't be a Frenchie. And everyone will know that means don't play hard in week one and don't walk around paranoid and be a fool. 
Ugh. But, you know, he explained his strategy. So I get it. Uh, Julie asked if he regrets taking that um, offer that she made on um, premiere night in, in terms of if he took the offer, he could get two weeks of safety opposed to one. And he quickly says, no, <laughs> I mean, he doesn't even No, no, I don't. I, I would do everything the same. Everything was where it was worth. I didn't want to risk seeing the pictures from my guy. Just whatever. He said, no. Okay. Deep down, I think he does regret it, but whatever. He's gone. The goodbye messages to Frenchie were pretty nice. Um, they did feed into him being such a good player, and they shared that they had a lot of respect for him. Derek F., um, of course, with his ride or die, and that's when uh, Frenchie got emotional seeing Derek F.'s goodbye speech. Um, and I guess it was touching. Um, this was very nice for Frenchie. And, and what I could see... It was a likable Frenchie, you know. I, I wish he would stop saying that he made a change in the game by not sending home a person. Like, he needs to get off of that because it's just not the truth. And I'm wondering in, you know, when he goes through his um, rounds of media and making all these interviews, you know, giving interviews, I hope he just humble himself and just say, look, I played too hard, too fast. And, and just leave it at that. And then everything else was a reaction to that because he saw his game, you know, ending by all of his antics. I just hope he owns up to it and, and stop with the, I planned this and I made a change. No, you didn't. You, you, <laughs> you really did not, Frenchie. All right. But anyway, all that's part of the game, right? No, oh, Frenchie. All right, putting aside the foolery prior to the night, um, prior to eviction night, he left the house with dignity and he showed a lot of class. So I'll give him that. He kept calling Julie ma'am. So that was polite. I was like, oh, so goodbye, Frenchie. Okay, on to the HOH competition. Tom Green joins as a former celebrity Big Brother house guest to host, well, what I thought he was going to host the HOH competition. And originally I wondered, well, why is he hosting this? Because he didn't win his season. And then I thought, well, maybe because he's a comedian, maybe he can make some laughs. But it wound up that he was just um, doing interviews on the street and he had a comedic take to it, you know. And it was part of the HOH um, competition in terms of the videos. So the competition was called Tom Talks BB. He interviewed people on the streets and basically... The, uh, uh, the house guests will watch the video. Then they'll be asked a series of questions. And it's a true or false. People are eliminated. They watch the second video, ask a series of questions. People answer true or false. More people are eliminated and it'll continue to go. So the last person standing wins, right? So after all of the interview, or excuse me, all of the videos and all of the, question, all of the questions asked, Xavier wins the head of household for this week. Although when I first heard that question, I thought he was the only one that answered it incorrectly. Um, because the question had to do with one of the people on the street saying, um, I like to walk around naked on Tuesdays. And the question Julie asked was, I like to walk around nude on Tuesdays. Is that true or false? And everyone put true. And it wasn't true because 
she interchanged the word nude for naked. So I thought that was like, really? <laughs> that was a really good question. I mean, I rewounded just to make sure I'm like, oh, I think something went wrong here because everyone is wrong. But when I went back and looked, I'm like, oh, the word nude and naked. So you really have to pay attention to these games. <laughs> All right, so by Xavier winning, that makes him safe and his team, the Kings, safe for the week. Team Kings include Xavier, Christian, Alyssa, and Sarah Beth. Um, They asked Xavier what he looks forward to the most. He said his pictures. And I heard him towards the end on the outro, I heard him say something about um, his mom. So maybe he's looking forward to a picture, I mean, for pictures of his mom and his family. So we'll get to see that. Um, Julie said that the next wild card comp could cause dissent and throw a monkey wrench in nominations. So do you think like the wild card comp could offer someone a shot to play veto, even if they're not nominated to prevent a backdoor or would it have enough power to name a nominee? Hmm. I can't wait to see the, um, the details about the wild card comp this week. Um, ending the show, Julie always sends a message and her message for America tonight was be the good. (laughs) Oh, all right. So Xavier wins. I have a feeling that Brent and Whitney are going to be in jeopardy. And if one of them come down off the block, then Whitney will go back up as the pawn. I'm almost certain of it. Um, and the wildcard comp will most certainly shift something. So I can't wait to see what unfolds with that. I'll be back to share a few more thoughts and any major fireworks I see on the live feeds from now until the nomination ceremony that's aired on Sunday. Yeah, and I'll be here for it all. I'll come back, share recaps, thoughts on all of the gameplay that ensues. So be sure to come back and give me a listen, follow, subscribe, leave me a comment, leave me a message. Um, You can find me by looking for Chatter Out Loud. I have this podcast. I tweet. I'm on YouTube. So look for Chatter Out Loud and you'll find me. I'll also have the links to where you can find me in the description. So be sure to check that out. Yes. And my name is Danielle. You're listening to my podcast, Chatter Out Loud. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate your support. And that's all I have. Thanks again for listening. And I'll talk to you next time.